0: journey into a wondrous land whose boundaries are that of imagination that's the signpost up ahead your next stop the twilight zone welcome to i used to watch this the podcast where we watch our favorite shows from the 70s and 80s and see what we think of them today here are our hosts mike forgetto and mike sullivan Hello and welcome to I Used to Watch This. I'm
1: Mike Forgetto. And I'm Mike Sullivan. How's it going, Mike? It's going great. It's going out of this world like Shatner in space.
0: <laughs> yes. Mr. William Shatner, Captain Kirk himself, went up on the giant dildo rocket called Blue Origin and uh, yep. he came back down to Earth. Did you see any of that? Did you
1: watch it by the way? No, I didn't. I you know, I didn't see anything about it. I heard he got a little emotional afterwards, but I, did, yeah. I didn't see anything.
0: Yeah, I did and yeah. I didn't get to watch it live. I was at work, but uh I did watch some of it afterwards and they had some footage of him inside um <laughs> I I don't know if what I saw was legit. I I'm, I'm assuming it was, you know. And I mean I did get it through TikTok, but <laughs> Um, yeah it, it, it well, was yeah, TikTok uh is a, it's reliable it's a, it's a legitimate news source and they nice. had like the recording from him inside and i actually sent it to a friend and she's like was he like hi because he just kept saying, like oh wow oh my you know <laughs> like like which don't get me wrong i can understand why you'd be like not sure what to oh, say yeah. or like but it just the way he was saying it, it was kind of funny <laughs>
1: Yeah. But, yeah, then he... I uh, get it, too, And I mean, you're you're in space, you know? It's, like, not... You know, it's not like... No, right. A lot of people have done it. You don't have a lot to go off of, so...
0: And not to mention the uh, fact that, you know, he was, you know, on a show about space, and he never got to go. Now he got to see it. Right. I'm sure he was a little disappointed with not having the captain's chair, that he could, like, look out the view screen and see what was going on and tell people what to do, but... It was or still like pretty cool. The little,
1: f- little communicator, that would have been cool.
0: Yeah, Before right. Thing open, but... touch Or touches the thing on his chest, start talking to
1: people. Yeah. But the good thing he is, is just that done he that made it back stuff down anyway, safely. You know? What's that? He should have yeah. started doing it anyway? He should have just done, yeah, just like, you know, beam me up, like do all his like stuff. and Right. Just, you know, you got like pretend.
0: Yeah, but it was, it was pretty right. neat. I'm glad he made it back and forth safely.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's what ninety.
0: Yeah, I mean, hopefully I can uh, do something like that when I'm ninety. Although I'm not sure, sure, I want to go into space,
1: but maybe it'll be more common when we're ninety. You know, in a few a few years from now.
0: Maybe, but it still kind of terrifies me, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's it's kind of
0: creepy. There's a lot, so many things that can go wrong.
1: Sure,
0: sure. So, Um, anyway, so this. That kind of gave us our theme for today. But before we get into our theme, uh, anything you're watching
1: right now? Anything new? Yeah, you know, um, so I just busted into, like, I don't know, episode two or three of the show my wife is watching. Um, and I don't want to say it's called, like, A Million Little Things or A Thousand Little Things. Oh, I, I, think, I, think I know it's what you're a talking about. A Million Little Things, I think it's called. Yeah, yeah. So... You know, I saw, like, the trailer for it before, and I was like, eh, whatever. <laughs> she was watching it, so, you know, I started watching it, and I got sucked in. I, it's like, so I watched, like, three episodes back-to-back, and I'm, like, in the middle, you know, like, season one, you know, I didn't catch the start of it, but she kind of filled me in, and um, it's good. Damn. I'm like, not normally what I would watch, but it's good.
0: Yeah, my wife watches it. I'll see it sometimes when it's on, but I I like that. And this is us. It's like I call it like uh, depressing TV. It's like it seems like everyone is just it miserable is. all the time, and like I don't know. Which I'm not a kinda, fan of those kind of shows. Just,
1: it's almost kind of cool because that's not, not, not how TV but... normally is. You know, right? It's like so that's it makes it different. I don't know. I like it.
0: I know they're trying I mean, to be like more, quote-unquote, realistic, right? With, but that's almost like yeah. too much the other way.
1: It's pretty deep. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean? It is deep. It's deep, yeah. So, Mike, how about you? Anything lighter? Anything? Better? Yes, actually. Uh, okay, I
0: started it. watching it kind of on a whim. I think I saw something online about it. But it's a, a Apple TV show uh, called Acapulco. Have you seen anything about that? It's set in the 80s in Acapulco but like a like a luxury resort like you know back in the 80s Acapulco was like the place to go and this like resort like used oh, to yeah. have like celebrities and all that kind of stuff come there and it's like a a story um, so <laughs> it's kind of like it reminds me of how I met your mother in one way whereas like this one guy um, he's super rich and he's his nephew comes over is kind of how it starts and he's like uncle where are we going to go today we're going to Go to Shanghai to get some new Nikes. We're going to do this. He's like, no, I'm going to tell you my story. And that's kind of what the show is so far. It's like him telling him the story of how he came up to be. So it starts off with him like really wanting to be like it's like a teen uh, late teens probably really wanting to work at this this hotel and he gets a job there and like kind of what things that happen in that. So it's it's so far it's pretty interesting. I'm only two episodes in. I like it. The only thing I will say is obviously it's set in Mexico, so there's a lot of um, Spanish speaking, and I was watching some of it while I was cooking and doing dishes, which isn't great because I don't. They, they had subtitles, so I would have to like <laughs> try to keep looking over to see what they were saying. But um, but no, I thought it was good, it was fun uh, show. Um, I I totally recommend it.
1: Good, good. Sounds Acapulco. not depressing. Yeah. No, it is not at all. Not at Good. all. It's fun. Sun, s- sunshine. Fun. Yeah.
0: Pretty much. Be- beachy. No one's died road. yet or anything. Okay. I don't <laughs> expect anybody to. Uh, all right. So that's that's it for new stuff. Um, let's, what? Let's, uh, so let's just get into the the show. We went we yeah. went a little farther back in time this time, didn't we?
1: We did. Um, what year was it that we went to?
0: So the first episode is from November 18th, 1960. Twilight Zone, 1960. Nick of Time. So like I said, the theme was, so I was talking to Mike, I'm like, you know, we should do something about with Shatner because he's going up in space. I'm like, I didn't, I automatically skipped over Star Trek because everyone's making that comparison with him. I'm like, what if we right. do, he was in a couple episodes of the Twilight Zone. That would be fun. And I remembered these episodes. Mike was, you know, all for it, so that's what we did. And, we did Nick yeah. Time and and Nightmare at twenty thousand feet. Right, right.
1: So we're going to start how, off talking. And about how Nickel long time. did How long did uh, uh, Twilight Zone run? Do you recall? Do you have that? Uh, no, I don't have that. But like I a, could... originally. Yeah, I'm just curious because regardless of when it started or how long it ran, anyone of our generation has seen. All of the Twilight Zone episodes, you might not remember <laughs> them all, but you've seen them. And right? There's certain ones that stick out. The ones that like struck you or disturbed you the most as a child are the ones that you remember. Yeah. And yeah.
0: The original went from uh, 1959 to 64, five seasons.
1: Okay. All right. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right. All right actually, so this is the first, first one, one, one time. episode in '58. So I don't know. I watched them in reverse, yeah. so I watched uh, Terror Twenty Thousand Feet first, and then I watched Nick of Time. It doesn't matter. Nick yeah. of Time. Just because I, I I I remembered the other one, and I wanted to watch uh-huh. that. So, but right. we'll start with Nick of Time. Um, so we we start out. We'll just jump right into it. Well, first, you know, I, I want to give props to the the opening theme or credit. Now, I don't know if that's just like we watched this on Hulu. So, it was very brief. It was like five to ten seconds of, you know, oh. of, you know. Really?
0: Because I, I recorded. It. Yeah. I have it twenty-five seconds. You're talking about this?
1: Yeah. Uh, You're traveling through another dimension. A dimension, not only of sight and sound, but of mind. yes, a journey into a Maybe wondrous just- land whose boundaries are that of imagination. That's the signpost. It just felt like Your it went by fast. The
0: twilight Zone. <laughs> it did kind of seem like at the end, though, like when they were doing the uh, voiceover for it, they're like, dude, you got like one second. Left. I was like, it's into the Twilight Zone. <laughs>
1: like he was like kind of like. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I, but, I, I just but yeah, everyone like, knows that intro. Maybe I was, I was so into it and it was so to the point. I was like, yeah, that right. was fast. That was good. I like it. It was like almost like internet quality. Like it went by that fast. Like. Because on the internet <laughs> you don't have patience. You need like a ten second intro at most. Right. Even exactly. that's probably overdoing it. But um, all right, so we have the intro, and then we start yeah. out with uh, a car being towed uh, with a couple of people in it. So you yeah. don't see that anymore. Remember back in the old
0: but, days when you get to ride in your car as they towed you into the shop. Right. Pepperidge Farm yeah. remembers.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and another thing I want to say is that this is black and white, and the yeah. picture quality was incredible, I thought. like, Right, yeah, for it's, no. It, for the 60s. This is definitely,
0: this transfer, whatever you want to call it, definitely was good. We, we watched this on Hulu, um, which I want to say, I think I also have like a mini, not like a whole box set, but like a mini box set, or just individual episodes. I don't know what it is, but on Laserdisc somewhere, too. I don't know oh, what, wow. I don't know what. Yeah, I, don't I wonder know if how the quali- quality, high quality those are. Comparable,
1: but I don't. I bet know. they would be good. I mean, do you have a laser disc player? In the garage. I don't know if it still works. Wow, you should set that up. That's kind of cool. <laughs> All right, but anyway, so they get towed in. They get towed into the garage, and the dude's like, right, you know, it's your fuel pump. You know, we don't really carry those, so you know, take us about four hours to get one from from Dayton. So, you right. guys got some time to kill. They're obviously, you know, traveling through, passing through town.
0: Right. Um, So a couple things about this. uh, One, they didn't have one, but four hours, not too bad, really. They'll take to get one and replace it, right? Um, Right. But did you recognize the mechanic?
1: You know, he looked familiar, but I didn't didn't research or look to see who it was.
0: Good old Chief O'Hara from uh, Batman. Oh, nice! <laughs> yeah, I'm
1: gonna have to go back and take a look at that now. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but oops. Um, uh, oh, up. so so it turns out this is like a new a newlywed couple, and Shatner is the uh, the husband, right? And um, well,
0: so I was confused by that because you know, Mr. Serling says how at one point up ahead where they're on a honeymoon trip, blah blah blah, blah but then it makes. They say something that made me think that they weren't quite married yet, like they were going, you know, like they were going to get married. I'm not sure. It's yeah, but
1: was, it, I got but at one point about. in the very beginning, he does he does say, she does say, I thought I married a man with confidence. Right, so I thought,
0: but I, okay. I swear they say something later about she says something about later. Are we going to get married? I'm like, well, wait, I thought you were.
1: Oh, you really? Know.
0: Yeah. So if she anyway, says that
1: there's some serious uh, what do you, what do you call that uh, continuity issues with this <laughs> twenty you know 24 minute episode if they got that wrong. But by
0: the way, this um, was this episode was written by uh, Rod Serling and Richard Matheson, who um, you might know as the writer for the I Am Legend movie and book. Oh, or actually, I, I should say maybe he just wrote the book and it was you know anyway. The I think adapted, this right. this might have come from a, one of
1: his stories too, and they kind of worked together on it. Cool. So, so they decide, okay, we've got four hours. We need to kill some time in town or whatever. So, you know, first thing they decide to do is hit the diner, which is what I would do. I'd be like, let's eat something. Oh uh, right, yeah. What are you else oh, are you gonna do you got? But he's but as as they're walking, he's like, I really want to call the office. You know, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta make this <laughs> call and. You know, the wife's like, oh, don't do it. You know, you don't have to do it. And I'm like, what's the big deal about calling the office, whatever? But uh, so they start talking about this promotion he's potentially up for. But he's not the, the most senior guy. Uh, he's up against someone else. So it's kind of a, you know, it's up in the air. They don't know.
0: Yeah. And uh, as they are walking to the uh, across the street to the diner, too, they're holding hands and they come upon a light pole. And they almost separate, but he does that thing where he pulls her to one side and says bread and butter so you already get a little wisp that he might have a little bit of superstition so
1: that's right yep yeah which turns out to be a theme through this <laughs> um, so they they go in and she I guess plays some music on the jukebox and um, it's probably you know not something you see anymore in a diner. Um, but they start dancing a little bit and then they're like, all right, we should probably eat. So, um, they sit down at this table and there's like a, a, the napkin holder is like, I don't know what to compare it to. uh, almost like, um, those fortune teller machines. Like you see, uh, like Zoltar from big. Yes. Like Zoltar from big, but it's like a, was that his name? Zoltar version. (laughs)
0: Yeah, and it says, I, ask like me a, a, a yes in. or no question on it. Yep.
1: Right, right. But it's also so a knocking holder. <laughs> yeah, it is multi-purpose. Right. And so he's like, you know, he drops a penny in, and he's... Uh, I, I'm trying to th- remember now if I wrote down what the first question he asked was. Um, oh, is there, like, will anything exciting happen in this city or this town right. or whatever? Yeah. And so then... You put, you put your penny in and pull a lever and then the, the little guy spits out a card and um I don't know what it said.
0: It said, it's though. quite possible. Okay. And then you heard a little music go dun-dun-dun or like something like, not like that, but it was basically like ominous music playing.
1: Yeah, but, it, it, but it's your typical like non-committal right answer you would get from a machine. It's like the magic eight ball or whatever, you know. Yeah.
0: Um, you could read into it whatever you want.
1: Right, right.
0: It's like, you know, um card tricks. But yeah. And then Mr. Rod Serling pops up in a booth behind him and kind of explains to us what's gonna happen in this episode, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. I always I loved got, when he came in with like the explanation.
0: Right. I got I got a clip of it here, so he can he can let you know what's gonna happen. Stand by.
1: In one moment, they will be subjected to a gift most humans never receive in a lifetime. For one penny, they'll be able to look into the future. The time is now. The place is a little diner in Ridgeview, Ohio. And what this young couple doesn't realize is that this town happens to lie on the outskirts of the Twilight Zone.
0: By the way, he's smoking in the diner, too, which for the 60s, that was pretty normal gross yeah yeah and then i do like how they they go in. the guy comes up the diner guy he's like yeah what can i get for you guys and you know they're like they order these sandwiches that were just was it just tomato and lettuce they ordered right is that what it was a tomato and lettuce sandwich i i don't know
1: that's what i heard the guy was the guy was pushing his specialty
0: (laughs) he was really pushing the chicken fried steak yes He's yes. like, You would be happier with the chicken fried steak, tell you that right now. Yep. Um Yeah. But they didn't, and they got stale bread sandwiches with just tomato and lettuce in them. What what kind of sustenance mm-hmm. is that? I mean, are you even how's that even gonna get you through the day?
1: I mean, I'm thinking maybe they ate and then the car broke down <laughs> and then like, well we gotta you know, we're just killing time anyway, so maybe Give me a lettuce sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Um, I
0: mean, it wasn't even like a BLT; it was just a lettuce and tomato. Like,
1: right, right.
0: Get a little protein in there. Uh, you got a long yeah. drive ahead of you when your fuel pump's fixed.
1: Exactly, and it's your honeymoon. You got to be well nourished. So, at least right. we think it's their honeymoon.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, but yeah. So, uh,
1: what Chetner? He uh,
0: what, actually, what was his name in this episode? I keep calling him Chetner. Actually, Don. It's uh, Don, Don Don Carter. Yeah, he starts dumping out some pennies on the table because he's gonna ask some more questions. He's already like, yeah, getting into this guy, this little thing. He's fully know.
1: vested after that first question, right? He is, he's like, this is like now a Vegas slot machine to him. Like he is yeah. hooked, right? <laughs> exactly. Um,
0: she's already seeming worried. You know, um, <laughs>
1: yeah, right. She's like, do she's we have a problem that, here with uh, gimmicks? Yeah, you know.
0: Yeah, she's <laughs> she's got that concerned look on. And I think he, he, oh, he asks if he got the promotion. And it tells him something along, like, something that it's, like, already done or something like that, right?
1: It's a, Yeah, the decision was in your favor or something
0: like yeah. that. Yeah, so he runs the call right away. And, like, I, the point was before is, like, she was worried about him um, calling and bothering the office while he was supposed to be away. Like, they're not going to give him that promotion if he keeps asking about it or something like that. Right, that was her concern. right. So he runs to call and if you notice she picks up the thing from his table like his I guess his keys ring or whatever but it's a rabbit's foot and a four-leaf clover like both together and she's like looking at that going
1: hmm I don't know about this dude maybe I made a bad decision <laughs> I didn't know as much about him as I thought <laughs>
0: and then he First gets of this all,
1: I mean you're at a, you're at a diner eating how gross is it to put a rabbit's foot on the <laughs> table
0: well, you know, they're fake. I used to have a rabbit's foot keychain.
1: Are they? I don't think they're fake. <laughs> I think they're real.
0: I don't know. I don't know. I think Maybe. I pulled them apart I don't know. To, as see, a child.
1: Does... <laughs> I think I've pulled them apart to see what they were made of. And either you, I had, you... like, black market real rabbit's feet and <laughs> you had, like, Walmart ones. I don't know, but...
0: Did you what? Sure what did you real. see? Did you see like bone and cartilage? Did you like shave were like, it or what? Yeah,
1: like, there were like it was like bone and and like and nails. <laughs> That's what I remember. I don't all know. All right.
0: Anybody else? If you Which, had a rabbit's foot, a, was yours real? Did lucky, you take yours apart like Mike and shave yeah. it and
1: all that? Out of custom. curiosity. And you know what? Really lucky rabbit's foot. I mean the rabbit's dead, or at least he's missing a leg now. It can't be that lucky, right, just you know whatever, and how did right. that become a, moving a, on
0: whatever yeah yeah I don't know so he he does talk they to the still secretary have today I don't know yeah uh, oh yeah, and yeah. he talks he talks she's to the like, secretary she he's like, hey, it. do you got any information for me and she's like, and she says something you don't hear the other side, and he obviously got it he's like, you're looking at the youngest office manager. And I don't know if he said the world or just the company. I can't remember, but it was pretty big. So she gives him uh, a dime to play some music to
1: celebrate. But did he actually play a song? I don't remember. I think he did. It it was, I don't know. It wasn't noteworthy, but he did play something. (laughs) And And then. Yeah. Then the guy brings her food. Right. Makes another still, crack about the chicken like, fried steak. <laughs> yeah. He does. He's like, this is going to taste disgusting compared to what you could have had if you went with the yeah, you know, chicken fried steak. <laughs> yeah. So think,
0: and she, are. and as soon as she starts to eat it, she's like, oh, this bread's stale. Oh, no, actually, she makes a crack. Because he asked the, the thing another question. He's like, will they get out of town? And this is where he starts getting worried because the answer is kind of vague. And she's like, why don't you ask it – or you should have asked it if we were going to get stale bread on our sandwiches or something like that. Yeah,
1: yeah. And then – Yeah, but he's like, "Will we get out. He's got to try and – you know, it's got to be like a yes or no question. Right. Then he's like, he's got to narrow it down. He's got to figure out, like, what time they can leave or whatever. I mean, he's, like,
0: immediately getting obsessed. He's like, what about 2.30? What about 2.45? What about 3 (laughs) o'clock? You know? (laughs) And finally, like, they get – the thing gets to, like, 3 – and you know he says yes there's something like that he's like okay i think we could do that and he looks at i think you look at the clock right. and it's like 2:15 and all they have are like these two yeah. little sandwiches in front of them and he's going to make sure that they drag this out you know cuz he's like John hey, is he milking some ice cream? it yeah right some ice cream? want some don't you want something cool you know. to drink yeah i think they got iced coffees like, which seemed sit- weird for the 1960 was that i didn't realize that was even a thing in 1960
1: I didn't need it, but that, they were trendsetters, I think.
0: Maybe, yeah. At least they didn't act f- ask for, like, a mochaccino or something.
1: Right, right.
0: Um, but but um, she tries to get him to leave at first, and he's like... He didn't want to leave. And he's, he's like, already, like, into this thing. Like, he knows all the answers. I'm like, what? But- so
1: I was trying... Actually, I tried to put myself in his position because... Like, as you a kid, I was a always little fascinated toy? by those machines. Like, I was always like, oh, that's so cool. It's like a, a wizard and whatever. And I'm like, "Are you, you're asking those questions, and it's giving you these like super vague answers. Would I today believe, you know, even like I have an inkling that there may be some truth to that if I was sitting at the table? And I came up with the answer no, but that's <laughs> just me. Maybe.
0: Right. And you're not in a TV show.
1: Right, right.
0: Um so finally he's like he's he did get some ice cream and he's like trying to scrape every last ounce of it and she's like, Come on, let's go. And he looks at the clock and it was I don't know what time it was, but it was just before three. It was like you know. two fifty five. I'm like, dude, yeah. you milked it this long? Stay. Right. Don't exactly. leave yet. And then I, and I, oh before she even says anything to him, she's like over the cigarette machine buying some smokes and the diner guy yep. kinda like walks by her and like gives her a look like you guys all right? <laughs> do I need to call yeah, right. someone to help you? But they do leave. And uh, I, I think I have a little clip. She gets a little concerned. She's like, you didn't really want to stay in there, did you? And he's like, no, no. But <laughs> why was this thing so specific? That I, I got a clip of it here right now.
1: Maybe it won't take them four hours to fix the car I think Maybe. Don, you, you didn't really want to stay in there, did you? No. Honest? Well, why was it so specific? Specific, <laughs> sweetie.
0: If you move soon, that makes a good deal of sense. Try again. There's no question about it. You may never know. Do you dare risk finding out?
1: Don, it's just a napkin holder in a little cafe in Ridgeview, Ohio.
0: But I, I, I do like how he's like, why was it so specific? And then he lists off the answers that are so the opposite of specific, <laughs> you know what I mean <laughs> <Yeah>. could be <laughs> try again, you know, right, yeah. exactly um, but I do like, you know I like, <laughs> she's like, it's a napkin holder, and she's obviously even more worried, and he's like, yeah, I suppose I'm being stupid and, you know, he knows he's superstitious blah, 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 blah and, um she, you know, she's a little weirded out by it. <laughs> and he does say, <laughs> did you catch what he said? What he's like, stop treating me <laughs> like a retarded child. I'm oh, like, yeah, yeah. Oof. Yeah, that was kind of rough. And then they, um, yeah, yeah. they're they going across the street because they want to go check the, the car place, right? Then yeah. as they're going out to the go to the street. There's a truck coming. He's like, hey, we can make it. And he kind of drags her. And then there's another car behind it going even faster. So they almost get run over. Now, mind you, right? this is completely their fault. Because totally. the truck was already coming. But he looks at the clock. And what time is it? It's 3 o'clock, Mike. Right. So the little dummy was right. The little napkin holder knew exactly what was going to happen in his mind. Not that he ran out right, into the right. street. When there was a truck coming
1: and you couldn't see. And, and I just want to talk for maybe a second or two about the way that played out afterwards. She she was very, like, you know, calm and grateful. She's, you know, she, you, you say, if you didn't pull me out of the way. Right. I, yeah, I would have been hit by that car. Now, I'm just saying, if it was, like, my wife or probably anyone else's wife, and you grabbed her hand and dragged her in front of a truck... Um, that's not the reaction I would have gotten. That almost got got him run over. It it would have been more like, you almost killed me, you know, something like that. Right. And he would deserve it. Right. But it's, you
0: know, it's, it's, I mean, this was perfect though. just goes right into his superstition. Now he's, now he's convinced. Now, you know, he hasn't said it yet, but we know now he is convinced that this, Thing yeah, if there was running his life. if there was a
1: shred of a doubt at any point before this, this yeah. is now solidified completely. Right. I so mean, she kind like, of admits, yeah. That it, go ahead. I, at this point, he's like, "Screw the car. We're going back to the cafe." <laughs> right. So they like exactly. They and he, he,
0: but he doesn't even really say it. You know, she kind of admits he yeah, has a strange coincidence and uh whatever. And then all of a sudden, they're walking again. She's like, "Wait, where are we going?" And they're like, "The diner is in front of them." And we're going to back in there, I'm like yeah. And the great thing is is they go inside and they look and some old ladies are sitting in their seat, and he's like, "Fuck. Mind yeah. you, there's every single table has one of these things, but this guy has had it in his head that it's that specific one, so he has to go to that table to right. get the answers.
1: It- Again, it reminds me of like the slot machine. Like right. someone's like, it's got to be that one. That's the one I was right. playing. This is my there.
0: machine. Yes, this is my machine. I come here every day. I've put in yes, seven thousand right. dollars this month, and I've gotten back five hundred. But those five hundred were totally worth it. That's right. Um, yeah, exactly. So they end up sitting at the counter, and just getting some iced coffees again. The guy's like, "Oh, you're back," and. He's just, like, they're, like, staring, like, like burning holes in the back of these ladies' heads, like, to get them out of the Yeah, booth. he's, like,
1: sweating. He's, like, you know? <laughs> exactly. It's, like, drug- exactly. driving him nuts. Um, so, finally, and- they get up and leave, the two yeah. old ladies. And they. so they, you know, he kind of rushes over to the table, um, puts his pennies down. Yeah, but, you know, but starts, oh, before I do want to say
0: I do want to say one thing cuz he's like she's trying to talk him down a little bit. She's like, you know, you don't think that thing can tell a future. He's like, it foretold ours. She's like, but you made all the details. You said all those things. He's like, why are you upset? I'm like and she's looking at him she had like cuz you're though. freaking crazy. <laughs> yeah. No, she had a total point. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, they go over there and then immediately, yeah, he starts he Oh no! He got the pennies from the guy at the diner at the counter first before he yeah, went over yeah. there, and right. he's like, "Will we reach New York?" Okay, and he's like, "Your chances are good," and like again, he's starting to feed the nick the pennies in, and she's getting more and more freaked out. And but it is funny because he's like, "Is the car going to be ready?" He's like, "It's already done" or something like that, and he's like, "Oh, the car's done!" And freaking one second later, the damn mechanic shows up. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, Oh yeah, I tried he's to like, find you. Your car's ready. The parts came in early. He's like, see, you know? And yeah. she's like Shit. And,
1: and then he's like, What you know, you, you don't believe me? You try, you start asking it some questions.
0: Right. So she And this is the thing. I don't know. I, I don't have it written down who asked this question. If she did or he did. But this question I wrote right down here, it says, Will I ever be married? One of the two asked that question. So it is yeah. Yeah, she did. Yeah, and well, it's so not possible to tell the future. And she's like, are you a stupid piece of junk?
1: <laughs> yeah, because well, she was asking it questions that weren't true. So she was saying, like, will we pass through Columbia tomorrow or Columbus tomorrow? And he's like, wait, we're not going through Columbus. And, you know, so then it's,
0: oh, like, yeah, that's
1: what you want. So then she said, you know, will I ever get married? Because she's already married. So she was trying to she was trying to play. She was you know, trying to it trick. It? To Is Sean. that what?
0: Okay. See, I didn't catch that. Yeah. Good catch. What did it say to her okay, when so it said?
1: It said, uh, "I don't remember." Oh, Okay. <laughs> but whatever it fit, whatever he asked, you know, whatever yeah. it answered. Uh, but
0: at, but at this point, she wants to go leave. She gets up, and he like grabs her. He's like, "Are you afraid of it?" And she's she's like, "Not it." <laughs> she's like basically. You're freaking me out. I mean, she doesn't say you, that, but, yeah, right. Um, but, and he go, basically goes crazy asking him more questions. And then she's like, let's go. Are you going to stay here? And he's like, this ma- machine's predicting our future. I can't walk away from it. And she's like, but are you going to let it run its one your life? And she rattles, you know, she rattles off the things that made him do. And it doesn't matter if it can tell the future, you could run your own life. You'd, you know, you have a wonderful mind. Don't ruin it. And right, you know, she's right. starting to finally break in his head a little bit. It seems like she's
1: getting through. She's like, "You're being an
0: ass. Let's go." Right. You know? And yeah. So finally, he's like, "Damn, you're right. I am." This and he nuts. does get up. Yeah. He's like, "I'm. You know, I know I'm a jerk, the world's biggest jerk." And she's like, "Yeah, basically." Yeah. <laughs> but she doesn't say that. And. Um, He's like, hey, we'll go out of this town. We'll go wherever you want to do whatever you want. And she's like, I love you. So he, she broke him down. I don't know what she did exactly, but she broke through a superstition, which isn't hard. People that are that superstitious are not easy to break into. You know what I mean? To break that stuff down. they no, They right. believe it, and they believe it for, like, nonsensical reasons, like, like reasons you can't break down because they have their own reason let's put it it's almost like right. some flat earthers right not to be controversial but really how could that be controversial because it's yeah. not true but what do you mean you got true that the, yeah the earth is flat but like there are guys like i watched a special on on netflix and and i've seen this clip again too they're like okay we bought this special you know gyroscope or whatever like this thing and it, it It if you know what I forgot. You know, basically saying if my if our prediction shoe is flat as we move, you know, we do this, it it won't show any variation, and it did. And they're like, oh, we didn't expect that. Well, we'll put it inside this tube because if this tube is in there, this you know this radiation won't get to it, and it'll still show there's no you know movement. And then it still did show movement because the Earth is still moving, no matter what they do. (laughs) They're like, so they keep like. They don't want to believe the truth they want to believe what they want to believe and try to make their experiments fit it like they even show us one thing where they have right, these, right. like these panels like with the holes cut all the same height and they put it on water floating they're like if the earth curves or no if the earth is flat like it should be the light that we shine through here will go all the way through all these boards and then it doesn't and then they're like oh raise it up and then it did and he's like shit that wasn't supposed to happen but they still don't believe it cause they're <laughs> like oh we must have done something wrong all right Anyway, this is like this guy, like super, you know, a superstitious guy like this. You're not going to break him down because he has his own reasons why he believes it. So anyway, what happens after they leave? What do we see?
1: So they leave and they, you know, they're, they're going about their way. They're going to live their life happily. And then another kind of nervous couple comes in and they go to the table and it's clear they've been there before, right? So the husband slaps down a handful of coins onto the table and... You know, they put a coin in and first question is like, can we ask you more questions now? <laughs> Almost like the machine cut him off at one point. <laughs> right, like, get, get the fuck <laughs> out know. of here. Look, enough, guys. Yeah, come back tomorrow. So, and then they start asking all, all the questions. And so I guess what we were to, were to draw from this, because they were asking like, is there any way out? Will we ever right. leave? So I think the conclusion we were supposed to draw is that you kind of, I don't know. You kind of create your own destiny, right? So, by right. These, and people these people walking away right. were able to go on with their life. But these other people were let themselves be captivated by this, and, and right, you know,
0: you know, maybe one of them own. wasn't, you know, sensical enough to help break the other one out of it. They both bought into yeah, it. You right. know, who knows? They
1: were they were both superstitious, right? Yeah, but uh oh, yeah, and it was that a good was good episode. I liked it.
0: Yeah, no, it is a good episode. I like that. I enjoy that one. Yeah. All right, and then we moved on. We did another one. We did two, because they're short. We did. So we ended up doing and the classic Nightmare enough- at 20,000 Feet.
1: What's that? You can never get enough Shatner, you know? Right. They're- and it's funny, because I, I, I actually texted Mike when I was about to watch this, and I'm like, are we watching the one from the 60s? Because I don't think I had seen this before. I've only seen it in the movie, like okay. the 80s John movie or whatever. So. Th- so that's what I remembered it from, and I was like, I thought it was like a remade episode in the 80s or something. But, yeah, it was from the movie. So that's what I was thinking of. And he's like, no, no, in the 60s. So, yeah, so so we, you know, that's the one we watched.
0: And a couple of things before we get into it. The interesting thing is the um, this episode was written by the same guy again, which he's done. You know, he was part of a, this was, again, one of his stories stories that was taken, you know, that used for this. Um, and I guess supposedly he really liked the one who played his wife in this, and he tried to get her to be his wife in this episode too, but it didn't go through. But the director of this episode it was Richard Donner. You know who he is? No. Enlighten me. <laughs> so he did Superman... The original Superman 78 and the Lethal Weapon movies.
1: Okay. Oh, damn, I should have known that.
0: Yeah. I mean, he's done other stuff, too, but that's probably... That's, I figured that would be what you yeah. would know him from. So Le- I yeah, didn't realize weapon, that when I picked it. I, I just went all to time. IMDB and I'm like, holy shit, Richard Donner did this one? I thought that was kind of cool.
1: Nice. Yeah. yeah. Very
0: cool. All right. All right so So what, what's going on with how, this one?
1: How do we start this out? So... People are bored a plane, right? And uh, Shatner comes on with his woman. It's like That's one right. of the first people. And right off the bat, he's, he seems a little nervous, Mike. I'm, I'm not going to lie.
0: <laughs> Definitely seems a little nervous, yes.
1: And, um, uh, you know, they sit down, and his wife is trying to be very accommodating and nice to him and soothing. And uh, he notices that they're sitting in, like, the emergency exit row. And that just sends this guy's anxiety through the roof. (laughs) He's like,
0: whoa.
1: (laughs) And then she, you know, there's some discussion back and forth, and she's trying to be very, very sensitive. And, you know, he's like, does that make you uncomfortable? You know, he's like, what difference does it make? I'm on a freaking airplane now. So, (laughs) you know. (laughs) I'm going to be on a piece of metal hurling through the sky. There's some fear of flying involved here, we could tell up front. And, um. He wants to smoke right away. <laughs> right. Which, uh, I mean, calm the nerves. But it, and then it, then it just reminds you like, people used to smoke on airplanes. Right. Because she looks like, up at the sign and says no smoking.
0: She's like, don't smoke now, honey. Wait until we take off. I'm like, no, don't ever. Don't smoke <laughs> on an airplane, period. But I, I like, remember, how
1: was that ever acceptable?
0: I don't know, because I remember being on airplanes like, oh, this is a smoking section. I do, too. Oh, yeah. Okay, because that's you know, it's not just going to go all through the airplane. Yeah, I remember right. being in the back in smoking between two people smoking the whole time, flying back from Albuquerque from spring break with Scott <laughs> being all hung over and being between these two guys smoking the whole time. like, this is not cool. This is not a great wow. thing. I
1: really want to be doing right now. Yeah, I can't. I mean, I, I honestly can't. I've, I can't imagine it today. I just can't. It would just, no, it just no. seems so unacceptable. I don't know. It just, and not, you know, not to knock anyone's smoke. You want to smoke? Go ahead. But like right next to me on a crowded airplane, <laughs> you know, where you're crunched up next <laughs> to each other. Right. That's, uh, yeah. yeah, whatever. All right. But so smoking is not the answer here. So he moves on. He's like, hey, this is why you like, you're, you're a cured That You know, Dr. Martin wouldn't have let you do this, you know, wouldn't let you fly home. If he didn't think you were cured, so you are cured. Um, so now you know that we know that there's a doctor involved. This is even more serious, right? The guy's right. Like, he's got some issues here with, you know, something.
0: Yeah. Well, he even says he's like, you know, I had a teensy weensy breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> dog didn't like that. Dun- but yeah, but right really, he's been like. Seems like he sounds like he's been in, in some sort of facility for six <laughs> months. To uh, so probably not a teensy weensy breakdown, probably something a little bit more dramatic. Um, but you know, he says he's cured now. He doesn't. He seems totally fine. And this is where we do get uh, Rod Serling to chime in and uh, let us know that he's had a nervous breakdown previous on an airplane, and so this is he's back getting back on the horse again, basically. But. Last time his breakdown was cut short by sounds like them maybe stopping to get him off the airplane, <laughs> but yeah, like they had an um, emergency landing or something. Yeah. Exactly. But this time, um, his destination is the Twilight Zone, and yeah, Ta-da. so we do we do see Rod Rod. Uh, he's standing. There's a sign that says Terminal, so he's like outside. Uh, but I will say it was nice to see that it wasn't smoking outside the airplane in this particular
1: episode. Sure, sure. Yeah. <laughs> so just rem- he, he does mention he does mention at one point that to, to his wife. I don't know if you said this. My dog was barking that he missed his he missed his wife. He's been gone for like six oh, months. Oh yeah.
0: Right? Yeah. I said he's gone for six and, months. Uh, I forgot about the whole missed his wife. Yeah, and yeah, family. Yeah, he and he kids. Right.
1: And. Uh, yeah. Well, he goes, Mama's taking care of you now, or Mama's taking you home.
0: So, yeah. Okay. And she's like, yeah, yeah. And I think he, she says to him that it must have been hard for you, right? Did she say that to him for the six months, that it, was hard, it must have been hard for him to miss all that stuff? I'm like,
1: what about you? Well, yeah, but he's like, well, that's what he's, he said. Yeah, it must have been hard on you taking care of the kids all in Oh, know, okay. And, I got you. Yeah. I, th- I misunderstood that. Okay. Um, so where are we at here? The cabin attempt- door shuts. Yeah. And, oh, and, yeah. And then that th- the sound of the door shutting just sends shivers up his spine. Right. So, you know, we're ready to go now. It's time. <laughs> we're
0: ready to go. He's not ready to go.
1: Yeah, right. All right. So um, so he so explains something. He just says, she's like, oh, did that make you nervous? He's like, oh, no, it's just my over-tension and over-anxiety due to underconfidence is what caused you know, need yeah. to be all freaked out, and um, then, then you know, flight atten- flight attendants walking around, seatbelt check, all the the usual stuff. Not much has changed since no. then. Um, and then um, let's see.
0: So now they're flying through a storm, right? We kind of cut through that part.
1: Oh yeah, right. They're flying um, through, through the storm.
0: And she's, you know, she's, like, sleeping, but I think, does he wake her up, his wife? I don't know. And she's like, he, oh, I shouldn't he, have he taken He wakes her that several sleep- times. Yeah. Well, I mean, but this part. but he, She says something along the lines of, I shouldn't have taken that sleeping pill. I'm thinking, no, you shouldn't have. Your husband <laughs> just got out of the hospital. You know he's nervous to fly. You, sh- you should probably be alert. He should be the one taking the sleeping pills. And you should yeah. be alert and keeping an eye on him.
1: It was a san- It was a sanitarium. He got out of a sanitarium. Yeah. Um, I so, don't know if as, they still have those? They
0: uh, called them
1: something different, probably.
0: Right, kind of, and not really. They. <laughs> we, we're not going to get into discussion. That's <laughs> yeah, the whole okay. thing where everyone says Reagan. You know, he shut them all down, and that's why we have the uh, part of the big homeless problem. The but homeless. We're not going to get yeah. into all that. Okay. Um, anyway, so he's, they're flying through the storm. And at one point he looks outside on the wing and he thinks he sees something like you see like a shadow and like maybe a dude walking around and then he definitely sees one. It's he's just like, <laughs> like walking on the wing. No problem. No wind, nothing. You know, you
1: know it, it looked like a Teletubby. It was like a, um, <laughs> it, it was like a like a guy like in a furry curly suit, and and he was so nonchalant. He was like happy to be on the wing, just kind of right, like, like you said, like like the, the velocity, the the wind force, nothing affected him. It was like he <laughs> no. was in a bubble.
0: His fur wasn't even flying in the wind. But yeah, Toto no. <laughs> that's pretty good. I was thinking he looked like a guy in like full pajamas, but yeah, Toto Toby works. Oh and I do want to say um uh friend of the show uh, Michelle McRoy. she had a she said her husband has like like a thing from this like the doll like thing from this
1: Oh my god.
0: <laughs> yeah, like a little version of it. She showed she posted something Can we get a picture it. of
1: that? Did did we got to see um, a picture
0: of it. I th- actually if you go into our Instagram, and you look in the stories, or some—not uh, in the stories—in the. Uh, um, I'll—I'll I'll send it to you. There's some, yeah. Okay, all right.
1: You see
0: but that. um, but yeah, this thing is definitely creepy looking. But also not—it's like frightening, but not frightening, right. because you don't know. Like, it's if you huggable. first see it, it just looks like a teddy bear out there or a Teletubby, either one. Right. Until the thing gets close up and you see its face, then you're like, "Okay, <laughs> this thing isn't fun anymore." Yeah, then it just <laughs> looks weird. I'm not.
1: I'm not even sure if it was scary looking. But
0: right. But uh, uh, he he calls a flight attendant over, and he's like, "There's a man out there." She's like, "What?" <laughs> you're like, "What are you nuts?" <laughs> <laughs> right. And you know, of course, nothing's out there. And then his wife wakes up and. You know, tells his wife, Oh, it's nothing. She's like, You look worried. And I, does he just try to play it off as like he's saw like shadows or something? I think at first, right?
1: Well, he, at, at, yeah, at first it's like, Oh, you know, nothing. And, you know, but then it keeps happening. Right. So but then, I mean, in the beginning. Yeah, yeah, in the beginning, he's like, Oh, thought I saw something. It's nothing. Yeah. And then, you know, and then, then you know, she does look again. a little
0: worried and you know she gives him a sleeping pill now which he probably should have had already and then, then you know she gives him yeah. some water did you catch what the water came in these they were like like basically like folded up paper bags that they used back then you know
1: they weren't they weren't even like at first i'm like is that like one of those like funnel cups you know or it was like <laughs> right. it wasn't it was no. like you had to hold the, the the fold
0: together or it would come apart <laughs> it's like it's, gonna like, it's like a folded paper towel maybe it's just some trick she had it was, but my question is, where um, where did that water come from? It Was probably gross. Um, so where are we at here? So uh, she gives him sleep. Okay, and they they both try to go back to sleep. He, you know, she goes back to sleep immediately. His wife and he tries, but right. he ends up opening. Mind you, they just have curtains along the window, so he opens the curtain, and that freaking thing is right there, like with his face up against the window, right. and. Yeah. Uh, you know, he freaks out and starts calling her over, and you know, of course, the thing's gone, and she gets over there. She's like, "What is?" It? She, he's like, "Uh oh, uh, uh are we flying through a storm?" <laughs> you know, trying to play it off. <laughs> right. And she's like, it's "Oh, really raining, yeah. just a small one." And uh, and he, you know, he calls his wife, who's I don't know, his wife is sleeping. She, you know, he, she doesn't wake up. And now she, now he looks out and they things out there by the engine, checking it out, and starts peeling back was, the metal on it.
1: Well, at one point he's sitting in front of the propeller and he's like about to touch it. He's right. and, and or he's sitting there and he's like got a finger and he's like about to touch like a little kid and you're like want to tell him like don't put your finger in the fan. But yeah, it yeah. was like the don't propeller do it, the don't 20.
0: do it. Like do, getting closer and closer, getting closer. Yeah,
1: uh, but now he's the definitely freaking
0: out. And he gets his wife up and, you know, wakes her up. And she's like, does the storm bother you? And he's like, do you remember when I told you there was something outside? There's a man out there. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> yeah. I, I got a, I got a little clip of this because it's pretty good. Julia, there's a man out there. I, I, I don't mean a man. I mean, a, I don't know what I
1: mean. I mean... Maybe a. What do they call them during the war? You know, the, the pilots? Gremlins. 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 Gremlins.
0: And, you know, in a way, only um, Shatner could deliver a line Gremlins. Right. So um, he's like, I'm not imagining it. He's like, but don't look. <laughs> because he jumps away when anyone else might yeah. see him except me
1: I'm like oh that doesn't sound too crazy it's like all. he he's, he like he knows he's like this sounds totally off the wall but if you try to look he's going to jump away <laughs> it, it's like yeah it like i can only picture a cartoon where like something similar to that would happen i can't think of an example but
0: did we'll did I'm wondering if this is where the Muppets got the idea for Snuffleupagus or Snuffleupagus or however you say is. Remember that? Like only Big Bird could see him. Remember only Big Bird right. could see him? Like he would always disappear when other yeah. people were around.
1: I'm wondering if that's where they got the idea. Yeah. Could be. Could be. But he was like a woolly mammoth. So he <laughs> we, would be, right. He, <laughs> for, he for wasn't him the him same like thing.
0: Right. He just disappeared or right. something.
1: Yeah. 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 Um, anyway, at some so, point, go ahead. Yeah, he gets pet He gets pissed at his wife. He's like, "God damn it, woman! I'm I see a man out there. You know, and, and, why
0: don't you believe me that on this wing that we are traveling 300 knots? There's a guy just hanging out of there. I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand why
1: you don't believe me. Right. <laughs> so he he, he t- tells her he's like, "At least go tell the the pilots to keep an eye on the wings. <laughs>
0: right. Else, exactly. You know. That's right. Yeah. 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 Just tell them." I'm not crazy. Don't tell them I'm crazy. Don't you know what? Don't tell them I just got out of the inside asylum. Just leave that part out of it. But let them know yeah, right. to keep Don't an eye on that. the
1: wing, just for you know weird stuff to happen. <laughs> Could happen. Um, so it. So the wife actually gets up and goes and knocks on the cabin door. is right. like, the the flight attendant she knows comes how on, to play it off. Like, <laughs> Yeah, she's like, "Yeah, um my my husband needs to talk to like the flight engineer. Could you get him?" Mm-hmm. So Right.
0: Yeah, cuz right cuz she just goes up there and knocks in person like, "What are they going to do? Yeah. Open
1: the door for you?" So he doesn't really she doesn't tell the guy like what's going on. She just brings him back to the seat. Right. Where her husband who is like losing his shit can tell <laughs> his story to to the pilot or to the to the, it was, was the
0: flight engineer, engineer, you know, yeah. So it was the flight yeah. engineer because, you know, he's not flying right now. So, you know, he's just right. doing the navigating and all that stuff. So no, not really important um, during a storm. Um, but yeah, he, <laughs> <laughs> but he's trying to tell him, he's like, hey, look, you know, this might sound crazy, but there's a man out there and he's pulling up the cowling plates and he's like, look, I'm warning you. He's like, you're going to freak everybody out. He's like, look, he, they look, you know, of course there's nothing out there. He's like, I saw him pulling that plate up. Because by the way, the thing was pulling up like the, the, the plates or engine cowling pieces or whatever you want to call it, but then like putting them back or something and then jumping off where people right, were looking. Right, right, right. And then the flight engineer kind of smart at first changes his tone. He's like, all right, look. We don't want to freak anybody else out. I know what you're talking about. We got it under control. We're just, you know, trying to trying just to catch or something. I forgot what he says, but he's like trying to play along with it. And then at first, you know, uh what was his name in this episode? Don. He's like, you know, or Bob. Uh, he's like, okay. Yeah. Then he catches on. He's like, oh. Yeah. Alright. You think I'm crazy? Again. Yeah. Think it's impossible that there's a guy in pajamas out there on the wing while we're flying through the air. Fine. Whatever.
1: Like it's never (laughs) happened.
0: (laughs) This wife's like, "Uh, Bob, I'll be right back. I'm going to walk this guy back to the the cockpit and try to let him know that you didn't lose your marbles. Um,
1: Right, right.
0: And then... uh, she gives him some more pills, so, doesn't she?
1: At this point, <laughs> she gives well, him something yeah. else to take. No. oh no, so no. So the, the flight, flight engineer is like, yeah. "Here, here's some heavy give duty shit. Give him this. This will knock him out." He's like you know, yeah. He's like, "We keep this uh, on standby for our you know wacky, all our unruly people in uh, 1960s." Yeah. It's so just, just have him take a treasure this. trove of drugs on board the yeah. airplane. Yeah, <laughs> so exactly. So she um, gives it to to the husband, and he. Yeah. Uh, he appears to take it, which I thought the way he put it in his mouth was kind of odd. Right. Um. But I still thought he took it. Oh, but it turns no, out he, he totally did, pull take, pulled uh, a James of
0: misery thing where he f- pretends like he's yeah. taking the pills.
1: Yeah, he did. And then um, he, while his wife's sleeping, he like just looks around. He spots a guy with a sidearm, right. with just a, a, a gun in a holster was I'm a assuming, cop. Okay, was it a cop? U.S. Marshal. I guess. Because <laughs> we cowboy. do see a cop. I don't know.
0: We do see a cop later, but I don't know if that cop was on. You know, like the the guy or what. But yeah, I don't know how he spotted it, but yeah, he noticed, he noticed that
1: guy with the gun sitting there. Yeah. So he, I he guess he, the rules he were just over. The 60s, but yeah. Any, anyone, anyone could wear a sidearm on an airplane <laughs> and smoke. So, right. Um, so he works his way over to the guy and like nonchalantly drops his pack of smokes so he can bend over.
0: Oh, is that and what he I, dropped? I was trying to figure out what he dropped. Yeah. Y-
1: yeah, yeah. So he, he bends. He bends down, and I don't know how, but he managed to get the guy's gun. Because obviously it wasn't
0: like snapped into his holster,
1: right? It was. Right, right, and it must. I don't know. Like, I think he would feel the weight of that or something. Right. I don't know. But he gets it. Maybe the guy was nodding off. Who knows? Um, oh, yeah. He, he definitely had to have been back. asleep, yeah. He goes back to his seat and sits down. And uh, Mind
0: you, he didn't wake up his
1: wife this whole time. Right, right. And I wasn't sure what was going to happen here, if he was going to try to shoot the thing through the window. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I just didn't know. I didn't know how it was going to play out. But it seems like he took some time to calculate what he was doing.
0: Yeah. And then he wakes Uh, his wife up and says, Hey, can you get me some water? I really need some water. You know, because he was smart getting her out of the way. You know, he still cared about her, even though she didn't believe him that there was a man on the wing. He didn't want her getting hurt.
1: Yeah, I thought that still might be dangerous, though, because she'd be, like, up and freely walking about...
0: Well, but
1: back then, the altitudes they were at,
0: I don't know if those, they must have still been pressurized, but they're not pressurized like they are nowadays, I don't think. so. Right. That would be a good question to know. I'm not sure. Um, So, yeah, so he just decides what he's going to do since he's at the uh, exit row. He's going to open up the window and uh, take a couple shots at this thing. <laughs> so he does, and he immediately almost gets sucked out, right? Even though there was no wind before, but
1: you know, he manages to kind of the Teletubby. What's that? The wind, the wind doesn't affect the Teletubby, but, but yeah, it affects humans.
0: Right. Exactly. So he, he manages to like regain his composure and kind of control himself. And he starts blasting, shooting the thing and he got it. He hit it a couple of times, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then I don't know where it went because we don't know. It just,
1: we Just cut from that scene right away. I'm gonna say it fell into like the abyss, the forest, Maybe. or something, you know.
0: Yeah. And then we uh, cut to him being taken out on a stretcher on the airplane. Or actually, right? Was, yeah, a stretcher, yeah. And I think this is where yeah. I think I saw the cop. That's why I'm wondering, like, was he the one on the airplane?
1: Or did they have the cops <laughs> waiting for this guy? Right. right
0: I don't know exactly. Exactly. Um, but
1: um but the guy comments like when, when he gets there he's like his wife's like oh it's gonna be okay he's like oh I know I know it is now he's like but I'm I'm really the only one that knows that right and like basically because it like he's saying it was real it wasn't it wasn't him being nuts no and and then we get And then rod Sterling comes on
0: Yeah, he comes on and explains. He's like, you know, yeah, he's the only one that knows, blah, blah, blah. blah. But but soon, other people will know too, because, you know, evidence was left behind and they kind of pan back slowly. And you see the wing of the airplane and you could see that the engine calling was still ripped up. And saying that other people are going to, you know, people are going to find out about that. Which is kind of similar to what happened. I mean, this was almost like shot for shot from the. The, the 80s version of the movie but yeah, um, except I, in that one they like I, I, I vaguely remember like at the end we see some mechanics over there looking at and they're like what the hell happened up there <laughs> you know as John yeah. Lithgow was being wheeled away so I wonder if there's any like any uh, fur left behind there that they can kind of do some like DNA testing on it to see what left behind who, who, right like maybe design. it got
1: stuck underneath stuck underneath the panel or something yeah and um
0: maybe some Teletubby furs there yeah
1: yeah i was i was just looking up the date cuz this kind of reminded me like the whole the db cooper hijacking so <laughs> i was checking to see if the dates were related at all but no they're not so
0: i want to know if db cooper i want to know if this is this you D. know if you <laughs> I thought it would be interesting if he was like playing that same character as he was in that other episode. Like he was that same guy. He kind of lost it from being the world's youngest, yeah, you know, office manager. He kind of had a nervous breakdown because of that, and then this happens to him later. That would have been well. It's funny.
1: Neat. It's funny because in w- the one episode they talk about how confident he is, yeah. And then in, in this episode they talk about his lack of confidence. <laughs> right. So it's like one, one extreme to the other. Yeah. Like,
0: But no, I thought it was fun. I I I enjoyed going back to this one.
1: Yeah, yeah, I did too. I did too. It was it it was a good one. Makes me want to watch more because as I was scrolling through, I was like, oh yeah, that one, that one. You know, I remembered all these different ones. I right. Well,
0: we did have a few people comment on like Twitter and um, Instagram about how they were always fans of um, watching the Twilight Zone marathon on New Year's Eve. Um, oh wow sci-fi used to do that I don't know if they still do but they'd play like it would be like you know 48 hours of this or 24 well I don't know how many hours whatever yeah maybe 48 hours of it but they would just play like all the episodes because there were some freaking creepy ones man like the doll there were yeah that like ends up you know the talking doll that ends up killing the guy by tripping him down the stairs basically
1: (laughs) there are just so many cool ones yeah
0: yeah absolutely um, then there was another, uh, I don't know. I could just go for it. Like, the funny thing is, is like, I remember when the movie came out, I was very excited about going to see the movie when they did that movie, whatever. I wasn't ex- super happy because it turned out they were just like redoing original episodes, which I understand why they did that, but it would have been kind of cool to have new stories too. Yeah, yeah. Um, and one of them, I don't but know, you some know what, of them that were kind of boring, but.
1: One thing about this, um, So I always try to get someone from the family to watch with me when I watch things. And rarely does it happen. I think (laughs) maybe once or twice it's it's happened. But I I was asking my son Aiden, I'm like, hey, you want to watch this? You know, Shatner was in this episode. He's like, oh, there's a podcast about that. And apparently it's called – I think he said it was called 30,000 Feet. I don't know, Terror at 30,000 Feet or something. But it's a podcast about the plane crash. It was about like eight, a plane, like the plane crash that he was on. I don't know. I'll have to get more details if I can find a link to it or something.
0: I'm confused. I'm not sure I'm following you. What a podcast about what so plane it, crash? It, a,
1: a podcast about this plane crashing in this episode.
0: Like they made like a, a I, like a story of it or something like that. Yeah, yeah, okay. something
1: like that. I don't know. I, he said he he had he hadn't seen the show. But I don't know if he saw the podcast or listened to the podcast. But okay. Well, when you find out, let me know. Uh, so I, I have some. I have like ha- half the information. So,
0: did he end up watching Should've it said, with you? No. He didn't. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, oh, cool. Yeah. Well, there's a podcast about. Yeah. No, I don't want to watch it with you. Yeah. But
1: he gave me a little information and then bailed on me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he had more important things to do.
1: <laughs> maybe. Uh, maybe he's. I don't know. Well, there was a TV episode called "Nightmare at Thirty Thousand Feet" in twenty nineteen. Oh, Twilight, Twilight Zone! One? Like,
0: Zone. do they redo it? Yeah, because I mean, obviously, so there, there yeah. were multiple versions oh, of so, this show. Was yeah, this the Jordan so here, Peele it says, version?
1: It says uh, a journalist finds an MP three player with a, a true crime podcast that details how the airplane he is currently on will disappear. That's what he was trying to tell me. That sounds kind of cool, but it's a twilight. It's a Twilight Zone.
0: Uh, okay. Um, yeah. Okay. He
1: finds that. That's uh, weird. I don't know. Writers Rod Sterling. Simon okay, so it's a little bit different. Kinberg. Yeah. Jordan. George- yeah, Jordan Peele.
0: Yeah, it's the. Jo- yeah, I don't think I've ever watched the 2019 version. Because I never I had not, CBS no. All Access.
1: But now I'm going to watch this because that sounds kind of cool. I want to see how that plays out. (laughs) Okay, cool. Now that I butchered the story of what it was. Oh, Adam Scott's in that one.
0: Okay. Interesting. Yep, yep. Cool. All right. right. Oh, I did want to mention one thing. Um, We talked about Michelle McRoy, and I did want to say that People might know on Twitter I posted something where she was doing a giveaway. Like you sign up for her thing and she would give you a piece of her art. And I won. So Sweet. Can you, can you see my little piece of art I got? Yeah. My artwork. That's nice. Uh, painting. Did you post a, a photo of it? I did post this already. And I did post get something it, it. about it on Instagram. But I wanted to mention it in the on the podcast too. I'll put a the link in the notes. Go check her uh, stuff out. Michelle McElroy Art dot com I believe it's her pe- uh, thing she got a lot of cool stuff on there she's a supporter of our show I'd like you to support her if you can check out her art buy something and let her know what we sent we'll you so if we can get like maybe one person to go there and do something that'd be better than um nothing but <laughs> check it out anyway <laughs> let her know we, came, we sent you
1: thanks thanks for the math on that Mike that was good <laughs> I know.
0: well I just say like I know It's not like we have like this gigantic following, like there would even be a blip of noticeable difference in traffic to the website. (laughs) Yeah. Uh,
1: But Miss McElroy, if your if your website goes down because of the volume of traffic (laughs) we sent over, I apologize. Hopefully you got enough
0: bandwidth to handle the additional traffic. (laughs) Yeah. We should have prepared you. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But anyway, thanks, Michelle. That's cool art. I, t- I told her I'm gonna put it up here in the podcast studio next to the, uh, um, Tom our Magnum PI floor plan thing that I have. So, oh, sweet. Keeping the theme going. Sweet. I gotta get some more that's stuff right. down here for podcast related stuff. It's still like a lot of stuff that's left over from our you know other stuff. Like we have still have I've our got, we have see. our damn diplomas up here. I mean, like. Who cares about that anymore? I've got the
1: uh, the Greatest American Hero episode. Oh yeah, whatever.
0: the 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 the, uh, uh, the comic the book, comic. yeah, first yeah. edition,
1: yeah. And then the uh, Six Million Dollar Man, first edition as well. By the way, did that you I was hap- trying to get Lee Majors oh. to sign, but I can't can't seem to get a hold of him.
0: <laughs> did you happen to see? Uh, uh, I don't know if you saw, but Johnny Cisco, our resident uh, Greatest American Hero. Um, person heard i'm gonna say fan because we're fans too but he yeah, knows, he's, ex- you know he's let's expert, the guy who, expert. Uh, thank you that's what i was looking for my brain's dead um but yeah he had gone to uh some uh, comic-con i'm not sure which one but he was there and he has, has a picture with him i'm like did you yeah. tell him about our podcast
1: <laughs> uh, was that sense the podcast no, no, I mean, no. He I know posted, he that. He posted
0: it on Instagram. I'm like, did you tell oh, him about okay. our
1: podcast? To tell him to listen to our podcast, so he'll come on. Because uh, because I have, I've actually harassed him. He's I know you have. He's near the, he's near the point of getting a restraining order against me. But, uh, yeah, I'm not counting on it. Right. Um, I even tried to ban him from the show to in an attempt to get him to to come on <laughs> to try but, to see if that would trigger something. Yeah, yeah, nothing. Got nothing there, but. <laughs>
0: Uh, anyway, all right. So no good episodes. I enjoyed them. I I did like going back. Like Twilight Zone, I think are classic shows. Even right. though they're old, you can still watch it because it's just it's just messing with your head every episode. That's all it is. It's just, yeah. and that's why people still love it and why it's been redone and brought back in different formats for many many years. Right on. And you know what, Mike? I was looking at the calendar. We can still do one more episode before Halloween, right? What's the date today? Uh, oh no, maybe not. Never this, mind.
1: Well, because no. we
0: actually post on Tuesdays, well, so the next one would be the second. We could still have it a Halloween themed yeah. though, if we wanted to. It's up to we you. Could, yeah, if we really want, we'll think to. about it. All right, we'll see. But yeah. anyway, it was fun doing this one. I enjoyed it. It was.
1: Me too. Now I'll Good probably stuff.
0: have nightmares about some guy on our roof i don't know outside right. my window
1: <laughs> like salem's I, I, yeah. lot and i'm gonna want to talk like rod sterling like i'll be in conference <laughs> calls tomorrow like hello welcome to the call i'm gonna take <laughs> you on an adventure that you have not been since i don't know yeah i can't even do it like i need to prepare something right. yeah you have to think about it for a while i'll get a, c- right. have a cigarette hanging out of my mouth
0: yeah but, well definitely that would help that would help. Yeah. All right. Anything else you want to say about these things besides go watch them, check them out that's on Hulu? It. Just
1: go. I, go I, watch I don't watch them. I'm
0: sure they're elsewhere, but Hulu has them all. Um, so you can look, you can watch all of them on that that version. I'm sure there's elsewhere other places, but check out Twilight Zone. Yes, yep. it's a perfect for Halloween time. I think.
1: Good stuff. Fun for the whole family. Yeah.
0: All right. So if that's it, uh, we'll stop it here and uh, for this episode of I used to watch this I'm Mike Forgetto
1: and I'm Mike Sullivan
0: <laughs> that was <like>, supposed <laughs> awesome like to be Rod Sterling yeah I know yeah, I, I figured I it was All right, we'll talk to you later